Good afternoon and welcome to Philanthropy Matters on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. I am your host, Wanda Pierce, and I'm here with our guest for today, Ms. Lisa Fikes, CEO of Leadership Center for Excellence and leader of Volunteer Arlington. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Wanda. Thanks so much for having me. And it's been, what, three years since you've been on the show. The last time you were on the show, it was before the worldwide pandemic. Life was very different. I'm sure volunteering was very different. Lots of things have happened since then. Uh, And so I definitely want to make sure that we cover some of those changes. So uh, before I proceed with the formal interview, I'm going to tell our listeners what the show is all about. It's called Philanthropy Matters because that's what I believe. Professionally, I've spent the bulk of my 30 plus years working in the philanthropic sector. I've had the privilege of leading several nonprofit organizations as well as serving on the board of nonprofit organizations. So what is philanthropy? Well, Webster's defines it as goodwill to fellow members of the human race, especially active efforts to promote human welfare. It's an act or a gift made or done for humanitarian purposes. Philanthropy literally means love of mankind. It ranges from people donating millions to kids collecting canned goods. It's donating your time. It's volunteering your skills. It's for everybody. It is love of mankind. Over the course of this program about philanthropy, we've been meeting people and organizations involved in philanthropy in various sectors of our community. We've had folks from human services, education, youth development, the arts, homelessness, affordable housing, aging, social justice, racial equity, the arts, the environment, healthcare, and more. And today's focus is going to be on volunteerism with our Volunteer Action Center here in Arlington. In short, folks, everyone can be involved in philanthropy, individuals, families, organizations, companies, all coming together for the greater good. So now on to the interview. As I mentioned, Lisa Fikes is CEO of Leadership Center for Excellence, as well as the head of Volunteer Arlington. It's been three years since she first came on the show. And at that time, two seismic things happened. One was she got promoted from Volunteer Arlington, executive director, to now head of the whole organization, uh, Leadership Center for Excellence. And we had a worldwide public crisis pandemic called COVID-19. And that changed everything in our society, and our community, including volunteerism, how we volunteer and how we access volunteers. But as you can see, or here, now that Lisa's here, we know that Volunteer Arlington survived that. So Lisa, because Volunteer Arlington is a part of the Leadership Center for Excellence, and now you are the head of the Leadership Center for Excellence, I'd like you to share a little bit about the purpose of Leadership Center for Excellence, some of its programs, before we move on to talking about Volunteer Arlington, and then specifically about the upcoming Martin Luther King Jr. Day of Service. Thank you, Wanda. And again, thank you so much for having me. It's always a treat to see you, and it's certainly a treat to be on your show as well. Uh, You know, the Leadership Center has been around for actually over 20 years, starting out as Leadership Arlington as the signature program for established leaders. 
But think of Leadership Center for Excellence as the umbrella organization. And the mission of this organization is to connect, develop, and inspire leaders for personal growth, civic engagement, and community impact. Um, so that is the umbrella organization. And then underneath that umbrella, we have a variety of different programs that we work on. Under the column of leadership development, we have things like Leadership Arlington, the program that's been around for over 20 years. We've got our Ignite Young Professional program that's more skills-based for young professionals. We've got a summer youth program for our rising high school and juniors and seniors. And all three of those programs are cohorts, whether it's a week cohort for the youth or um, an eight or nine month program for the Ignite Young Professionals or Leadership Arlington, where we bring together a diverse group of people from the community to listen to one another, to learn from one another, to build relationships with one another, and ultimately for leadership development, for civic engagement, and for what purpose? For community impact. So they can really form as a group form those connections, learn about their community, and go back and make a difference in their world. So leadership development is a key piece of what we do. Um, in addition to those cohorts, we also run programs and trainings. We have a regional leadership summit that takes place in May every year. We have a racial equity summit that we just started, and we've had two of those in the past two years. We also offer on-board training for people that are interested in board service. So lots of different ways and lots of many doors to come through the Leadership Center. In addition, we have civic engagement as a part of what we do. Now, that's certainly woven into all of our programs, Leadership Arlington, Ignite Young Professionals, and Youth. But we also have one of our programs, which is Volunteer Arlington, as you mentioned before. That specific program is under the umbrella of the Leadership Center, and it is a public-private partnership between the Leadership Center and Arlington County. Um, so we work together to basically provide services to connect individuals, groups, and businesses with volunteer opportunities. Um, and you might ask, well, how does that happen? Think of us, think of Volunteer Arlington as like the matchmaker. And so we work with over 300 local nonprofit and county organizations who are looking to find volunteers. And we are that hub where those nonprofit and county organizations can post opportunities, let people know about what's going on, and we can make that connection happen and people can get connected for volunteer service and civic engagement. That's awesome. That's a wide range of things under the <laughs> umbrella of Leadership Center for Excellence. And I know you guys have also done some things on um, racial equity and things like that, which I think is important because when you're talking about leadership, you know, that is a, a key component. And I applaud you for making... Um, Leadership Center for Excellence, more inclusive, but then also um, delving into the issues um, and then looking at things through the racial equity lens. A lot of Thank it is you. education. You know, we all need to be educated about it. It's so important to our board. And when we most recently worked on our strategic plan, racial equity was very much a part of that strategic plan. So you won't just see it as just one event. You see it woven into all that we're trying to do. We're not perfect. We're a work in progress, but you'll certainly see it woven into our programs and events and everything we're trying to accomplish. Awesome. And I have to say that I am a graduate of the Leadership yeah. Arlington class of 2009. I don't know what our tagline was, leaders before our time or something like that. That sounds good. <laughs> but anyway, I, rec I do recommend the, the program to anyone who wants to sharpen their leadership skills, uh, their networking, as well as learn a lot about what goes on across Arlington and the various sectors of Arlington and departments and things that make the community run. 
with that, let's go ahead and talk about a little bit more about Volunteer Arlington. Years ago, Arlington County had a volunteer action center matching volunteers, and they decided that the best thing to do was to, quote unquote, outsource it. So Leadership Arlington became part of well, at that time it was called Leadership Arlington, became the manager of that program on behalf of the county. So just so folks know that, you know, they don't have to go to the county to look for volunteer opportunities because that's what you do. That's what part of what the county has hired you to do and the nonprofit community and so forth. So I think that was kind of part of the history of where it started, but now you all have <laughs> taken it to a new level and I think made it a very effective effective and efficient volunteer matching center. You talked a little bit about what the mission is, but tell us who Volunteer Arlington uh, serves and then actually the nuts and bolts of how it works. So in Mm -hmm. case people are interested in getting more more information. Absolutely. Well, um, we serve a number of different populations and people. Let me start out by saying that Um, In order for us to do our job well, we really have to create those strong partnerships with our local nonprofits and county partners. So when we first um, received the contract, it was important to us to kind of start from fresh. And so we went out to all of the nonprofits we knew of in county organizations and said, we want you to be a partner. We want to serve you. We want to serve the nonprofits. We want to serve the county organizations and help you find people who want to engage with your mission. We help you find volunteers. So I would say we start out by serving the nonprofits and we're doing our job well when we're helping to communicate their needs and their mission and and how people can get connected with that. Once we got them loaded into our system so people can become aware of what the needs are and who who the players are, meaning who the nonprofit and county partners are, Then we go out and say, okay, how do we get individuals and groups and businesses connected with the need, connected with the nonprofits, connected with the county organizations that need volunteers? So we're also serving the general population. And I would say, um, really, I love it when we're engaging any and all people, any and all ages. So whether it's um, a young person who is working with their scout troop or on their own and wants to serve with their family whether it's a business person, whether it's a retired person, any and all people from all walks of Arlington, how can we get them connected with what the needs are? And so we want to serve those individuals as well. Um, and so what happens is this, the, um, the framework of the website is such that it's like a matching tool. Um, you hear about match.com for dating. This is kind of like the match.com for service, for civic uh, engagement. I like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what happens is the nonprofit and county organizations, when they have a need, let's say they need somebody to um, serve at a soup, soup kitchen. Maybe they need a tutor. Maybe they need a variety of different things. They can, for free of charge, because of this public-private partnership, they can post an opportunity. They can post as many opportunities as they want on our site. That's not always the case in other volunteer centers around the country. They can post as many opportunities as they want. And then our job is to help them shine. And so whether it's promoting that through our newsletter that goes to over 16,000 people on a monthly basis, whether that's social media, whether that's through various events, Our job, we're doing it well when we help those opportunities and those organizations shine and get them connected with um, quality, wonderful volunteers. And so um, hopefully we're serving any and all and answer your question. And um, we do so through that website portal that um, that holds up the need and tries to connect people with that nonprofit organization or county organization. Great. So what is that website? Excuse me. What is that? website portal? VolunteerArlington.org. Okay, great. So if they go there, it'll be very clear how to, what, what buttons to push to get to the volunteer opportunities. 
exactly. The opening yeah. slide, they just click on that opening slide. They call it, we call it a volunteer matching tool. Um, and that's the opening slide. They can see it right smack okay. down the front of the page. Okay. Volunteer matching tool. Volunteerarlington.org. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. That's awesome. And, you know, one of the things that volunteering does for the nonprofit is that it lowers their costs because they are able to have free labor, actually help them out with their mission. It helps to, so that more of the funds that they have can go on to the work of the organization, the people, the, um, the projects, et cetera. So it really is important to the nonprofit. You're doing them a service by volunteering your time. But then the individual, you as the individual get something as well. It's, uh, as I always say, it's a two-way street. People Absolutely. who give also receive. So if you're volunteering your time, you're really getting something back in return. It's it's part of philanthropy and a very key part of philanthropy. So I'm the so glad that you're, you're, you're right? yes, that you're uh, talking with us about, about that. So you've talked about what it does for the nonprofits. We've talked about for the individual, what it does, because I know we all want to help our neighbor. We all want to help out. We all, but we just need to know, you know, what the opportunities are. And so volunteer Arlington, shows us those opportunities. Everything from an art organization or, or a safety net organization, they all, they're all up there. But how many are there? Do you know on, on there? How many? We have over 300 nonprofit and county partners that we that are on our site. And there are a variety of opportunities. Um, and I will say, we are trying to, as kind of a volunteer industry, I should, mm -hmm. it sounds a little cold, yeah. but to think outside the box, um, what, what are the needs and how can people be engaged? Um, Points of Light, which is the global organization that serves as a resource for volunteer centers around the world, mm -hmm. um, holds up that civic engagement can take on a variety of different forms and fashions. And so we're working with our nonprofit county and um, nonprofit partners and county organizations to say, okay, what does that look like? How can civic engagement be different? And how can you possibly post some different opportunities that are outside the traditional ones? Might not be just the tutors or just the working in a soup kitchen or just the clothes closet, but it could be um, reminding people that, to take the time to listen and learn about your cause and why you exist in the first place. And actually taking that time to listen and learn, points of light reminds us is an act of service or reminding people to vote. Um, uh, about a cause that might um, impact the organization. Um, there are a variety of ways to be engaged. Donating is certainly one of certainly one of those. Purchasing power is another way to get back. Volunteering is the traditional way, but a number of different ways to engage civically. And so you're going to start to see on our website not just those traditional opportunities, but using that points of light model, you're going to start to see some more listen and learns. Maybe learning about affordable housing and how you can, why that's a challenge and how people can engage. Maybe learning about the educational and opportunity gap. And so before going to volunteer to tutor, why, you know, why is there a gap? Why does that exist in the first place? And taking the time to listen and learn about that might be an opportunity you could sign up for. And you're yeah. going to start to see more and more of those opportunities on our site. They're certainly a part of our MLK Day of Service as well. Um, and we want to hold up that that is an act of service and of civic engagement just as much as painting a wall. Wow, that is great. That's really good to educate folks about that because I think a lot of people do think of you know just the um, nonprofits that are like very visible to them that mm -hmm. they know need help, like going to AFAC for instance mm -hmm. and helping out with AFAC, as opposed to knowing some of the actual concerns and things so that that may change what they what they want to do once they've learned, once they've been educated. So that's a very um, powerful new service that you have. So so thank you for that. 
And so with the pandemic, I'm just curious, what changed? So back in 2019, all of I'm sure all of the volunteer opportunities were in person, no matter what the organization was. There probably weren't, wasn't that much done online. Has that changed a lot now or everyone back to in person or is it hybrid or what trends have you seen? Um, well, it's a great question. And just real quickly, I'll take this opportunity to say part of our contract with the county is to work with emergency management. So when COVID hit, we were working very closely with Health and Human Services and with the county to try to be of support and to match needs um, with people with people who were able to give. And so that was certainly a role that we played during the pandemic. And obviously, the traditional volunteer roles in COVID, um, and certainly in the beginning um, parts of it, were were not everything kind of shut down. And so it was really hard to engage volunteers in the ways that it had been engaged before. Um, and those um, those roles that really had to keep continuing ended up having to go virtual, whether it was telehealth um, with um, Arlington Free Clinic and all of their medical volunteers having to switch how they volunteered wow. was certainly part of that story. Um, it became, um, the nonprofits had to get really creative. They still had the needs. They still, um, needed the supplies. They still needed the work, but how could they do so safely? And in a way that kept, um, both their clients and the volunteers safe. And I will say, I'd love to sing our local nonprofit and county organizations praises. They really got creative, whether it was, um, you know, drop-off spots or Zoom meetings or DIY projects to do at home and then have a safe drop-off. They really did get creative during those years to make sure that the holes that were needing to be filled could be filled, but maybe just in a little bit of a different way. And what's been interesting is that some of those things have kind of really stuck, that it worked. And so um, just like with so many things in COVID, some of those things that we learned um, and were forced to learn ended up become something that could potentially be a best practice moving forward. And so you saw that in the volunteer world as well. But I tell you, it's nice to be back in person and, and slowly but surely the nonprofits are able to welcome their volunteers back um, in their midst. And I know they are so glad to see them face to face. And that's been exciting to see. Absolutely. One group I want to give a shout out to is the Complete Vaccination Committee. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, honored to co-chair that committee. And we had 42 people on the committee and they were out there volunteering in some pretty, you know, unusual places and with masks and really not knowing a lot about COVID and all of the protections, but they were out there knowing that we had to get the information out to people and we had to provide uh, the test kits and other things to folks and some of it had to be done in person. So I really want to shout out to my, my co-chairs, Dr. Nancy White of the Free Clinic. Elisa Ortiz, and, uh, the other 41 incredible people. So you I all are great. <laughs> and along I, those lines, the CERT volunteers, I mean, my goodness, people, you know, the CERT volunteers and the people that were on the ground with the health clinics and everything and with food distribution, my goodness, I mean, Arlington really did shine so absolutely. much in so many ways through people like you and through those emergency management volunteers and food um, distribution yeah. volunteers, it was remarkable to see. It, it, it was, it was, that was the community coming together. It took a pandemic, right, to, to see this much cooperation, but we know even with the pandemic over, there's still voluntary needs and we have a wonderful voluntary action center, volunteer Arlington to help us out. Let's see. So I do want to make sure that we talk about the MLK event, but before I do that, just in terms of companies and corporations, do they use your services too for their employees? They do. 
They okay. do. In fact, we've got many that um, are going to be involved in our upcoming MLK Day of Service. Um, and uh, yes, absolutely. Good. Good. They see a great resource. Absolutely. I think that's so important that companies are allowing their employees to do these um, volunteer events and activities. And it's just important as being a, a good corporate citizen. Okay. So now uh, can you touch on your special events? I think you do some volunteer awards and then we're going to spend the last few minutes talking about the MLK day of service. So um, each year we have a few big events. First of all, we've got the Arlington cares, which is traditionally in the summer and usually around July, which is the celebration of volunteerism. There are about six um, awards, everything from a youth service award to a um, distinguished lifetime of service award. The nominations for that will go live in March. Um, We also have a series of events called Causes and Cocktails, where we invite young professionals to come and learn about a certain cause. Um, The upcoming one that I think is going to be in April is on mental health. So they'll hear a speaker and then any of our partners that are working with that cause are able to be there um, on tap no pun intended, um, (laughs) to to engage the volunteers who were there. We had, um, we did some that were online Uh um, during the pandemic and we did our first one in person just a couple months ago, had a great crowd, over a hundred people registered. I'm sure all those young professionals are out there having their wine and beer. That's right. That is right. That is right. And, um, and then we've got our upcoming MLK Day of Service as well, which is going to be on Monday, January 16th. And I appreciate you holding that up. Um, we, it's our sixth annual one. And we um, bring to people together to remember the legacy of Dr. King, um, certainly, and to honor him through service. And we've got over 20 of our nonprofit and county partners that um, are opening their doors um, as part of our program to um to work with volunteers and to have volunteers make a difference on this day of service. Oh, that that's awesome. And so that, and that's in person. I know during the pandemic, you had a, a, some things I think online, but tell us about exactly like some of the details of what happened. So if somebody's interested in you, and it's in the morning usually, right? Is it it is. Okay. So tell us how, how it works, like how someone applies and then what happens after they apply, then what happens? Right. We've got over 20 opportunities that day. So I would encourage people as soon as they hear this on your radio show to go ahead and go to volunteerarlington.org, go to the MLK Day page, which is easy to find, and you can see the opportunities that are available. Um, The day will be on Monday, January 16th from 830 to 9 o'clock at Washington Liberty High School. There's a check-in. Um, from 9 to 9.30, there'll be a program in the auditorium. And at that program, we um, have a really inspiring um, video. We're going to be hearing from the chair of the county board. We're also going to be giving the first Beloved Community Award, which, um, you know, Dr. King many times talked about the importance of building that Beloved Community. Yes. And we're super excited um, to give that award. I can't say who it's um, being given to yet because the press release hasn't gone out. But ah. it's a really special, amazing, wonderful person. And we're excited to honor this person. Oh, um, that's, that's awesome. And then yeah. people will go to the um, projects that they signed up for. So whatever of the t- over 20 projects you signed up for, many of them are being held at WNL High School. Um, some of them are offsite, like the park cleanups and things like that. And so you'll get the instructions after you sign up of where you're supposed to be, where, where to show up. The first 500 people who come to the school will get a free t-shirt. And we've got some iServe stickers and things like that. But it really is chances chance for people to take photo ops and, and really name that they're honoring Dr. King on this special day through service. And we want to really want to spread the word that um, that will inspire others to want to continue to serve throughout the year as well. Um, so we would just encourage people to go to volunteerarlington.org. The opportunities are wonderful. There's everything from blanket making 
for um, some of the local shelters. There's um, a STEM nonprofit that um, does some STEM work with um, young girls. So there's putting together some kits for that. There are some listen and learn opportunities that we talked about earlier, where you can listen and learn about how to be a volunteer for the aging. One of our newest things, Wanda, I'm so excited about, and this is different and people are like, does this count? And we promise it does. When you think about like taking the time to listen and learn as an active service, um, we're partnering with Encore Stage and Studio, one of our nonprofits, and they have some students who are telling about the desegregation of Stratford Middle School. And so you'll have a chance, those volunteers who sign up for that one will hear the story of the desegregation of that school. They'll get to listen to the actors afterwards. And then that particular service project or engagement project is then taking the time with your community to think about how do I want to lead like these students led and like people led during this um, this important part of our history. And so it'll be a community conversation around how you want to lead and serve moving forward. A little bit different, but we promise it counts as civic engagement and honoring Dr. King on this day. And that's the flip the script opportunity if people are interested in that one. And be, there's lots of space there and room left for that particular project as well. Oh, that is so awesome. You are doing such a fantastic job, Lisa. I mean, this is just wonderful. It's so fitting. Um, it's something that's right. You know, it, it mirrors what uh, Dr. King was all about. And I really, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I went uh, with my family a couple of years ago and we still have our black MLK Day t-shirts that we wear. It's just fantastic. And um Love the it. opportunities, they really were so ve- so uh, um, varied. So I commend you on that. And so uh, when is the deadline? I mean, because the day is going to be on the 16th. For pre-registration, the deadline is um, on Thursday the 12th, simply because the nonprofits are going to be communicating with them. But we will accept walk-ins on the day of. So if you, if you hear this and you think, oh, no, I didn't get to register, you can walk in and there will be some opportunities we can plug you into that day as well. Awesome. Well, I encourage everyone to turn out for the MLK Day of Service on Monday, January 16th. And it's going to be fun. You can bring your family. All ages are welcome. And it obviously, uh, it's been very successful over the last few years. So thank you, Lisa, so much for coming on the show. Thank I, uh, you, I was looking forward to it, and I knew I knew that you would have so much great information for our listeners. Well, Wanda, I want to thank you because you were with us at the very beginning on our very first advisory council. So thank you for your leadership in making all this happen. Oh, you're quite welcome. And so if anyone has any ideas for a future guest, please email us at yourphilanthropymatters at gmail.com. And this is your host, Wanda Pierce, signing off until next week. And always remember, your philanthropy matters.